Yeah, it's a stupidly small podcast, Monday, 15th of June. It's already halfway through. Hello, I'm Stuart. G'day, Lauren. Hi, Stu. Hey. I didn't uh, cringe at the date then. Well, yeah, no, usually. I got a bunch of stuff done on Friday. Uh, well, I, got, uh-huh. I had a bunch of deadlines on Friday. Right. So I'm feeling like I've got more, but at least they're not going to kill me. Instantly. You're like you've got only the odd deadline. See, every day seems to have a deadline for me. Yeah, you know, it's annoying. Thing. You know, deadline, de- but deadlines are self-imposed. Really? Mm, I mean, not really. No. No, they're not. No, they're not, are they, really? Mine are. Do you know what? You're oh. amazing if you can self-impose a deadline. I used to work, when I worked freelance, well, no, when I worked as, okay, I worked for a while as a writer on a, on a, a project. Mm. and The neighbour's book. No, no, no. Oh. No, it was a TV project. And... The production company that I was working for was like co-owned by me, <laughs> oh. and the other person was co-owned by. Sorry, am I boring you? Am I? No, I'm just rooted. C- Captain Yawny Pants over mm. there. Anyway, the other person, one of the other people who ran a company, was my was my other boss. Yeah. So she, it was her job to tell me when the deadlines were, when things were due in, and I said to her, "Lie to me. Right. Tell me it's a week earlier than it is." Yeah. And it just never worked. Because you knew she was lying to you. I knew. And because it was self-imposed. Anything that is self-imposed. If I know the actual deadline's next week, like there's no... You can't, Everyone's just, the same You that. can't fake that. There so how no do one. you do it? You just told me that you did it, that you have self-imposed deadlines. Well, I mean... I'm, Are you always pushing them back, <laughs> giving yourself a little extension? <laughs> well, there's, no, I'm always just putting myself under pressure. <clears throat> so like, oh, oh this has to be... Look, I need this, want to do this by 11 and then this has to be done by 12 and then uh, we, we're going to open organized. by 4 and then we're going to... Yeah, but you constantly feel like you're racing against the clock. Yeah, you want to you want to enjoy life, take time to smell the potatoes, but you can't because it's <laughs> it's ridiculous. The potatoes smell nice though. They don't, in fact, don't they? You know, like cooking a potato, roasting a spud though, it's a different story. Well, it's if you put um, onions and garlic and, and stuff like with rosemary, it, rosemary. Stuff. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, so you can actually just in your house, yeah, put a tray of rosemary, garlic, and onions in the oven. Mm. And just roast them away. Yeah. Then it would make your house smell like you've Amazing. got some sort of every time nice I, thing going on. Yeah, every time I like cook onions and garlic in it, like even in a just a pan on there, everyone's like, oh, what smells amazing? And I'm like, get uh, your eggs piece down, kids. Yeah, well, that's this the is same just thing. The <laughs> onion when you, in our kitchen at work, if you're cooking a Napoli sauce, for instance, yeah. people are like, oh, I can't wait for that one. And it's like, <laughs> it's just the classics. Yeah. Calm down. <laughs> Sometimes there's nothing like a classic, though. Well, yes. You know? Well, that's why they, I suppose they are the classics, aren't they? That's true. Is it, what's a modern food that smells so good? I don't think there is one. I mean, char siu pork would be A one. modern food. I wouldn't think an old Asian uh, pork wouldn't be uh, a modern food. What's a modern food? Well, you've got classics. Right, I There's got to be a news thing. I goes, see. Oh, I like the smell of that. Oh. Ding. You know what it'll be? Not one of those Otolenghi things. You know Otolenghi, the chef, he uses like 18 billion, so did I, mm. uh, 18 billion, um, what are they called? Spices. Right. So everything smells like amazing. Mm. But it takes 500 years to cook. And there's, he makes a lasagna that everybody calls a $200 lasagna because the ingredients themselves <laughs> cost $200. Really? Yeah. Because See, that's not very practical. No, it? it's not at all. But then he does have some practical recipes. You know, you tried to be practical this morning by convening 
a later start to the podcast. And I did. And, you know, it's just made me feel more tired. It's the worst. And I feel like I've lost half the day. Oh, and it's, it's only, the worst. What's the time? I regret everything and I apologise. And people won't be getting the podcast till, like, you know, friggin' Thursday. You've ruined the whole model. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, look, you know, I saw an opportunity for us to have a sleep in and a dawdle and get here late. And I thought maybe by the no. time that happens, stop yawning. <laughs> stop it. I thought maybe by the time that happens, we will have clearer heads, we'll be more ready to start, we'll blah, blah, blah. It doesn't work like that, No, it's it? like I've got a podcast hangover while we're doing it. Yeah. It's like uh, when you do a theatre show and you have... Yes. Okay. I'm no, not I'm saying a, it's I'm a common agreeing. experience. Uh, I'm telling you... After we put on a production... Oh, I, I'm telling you about a thing I've done. You're making out that I'm boasting. No, I was saying you're boasting. This you're, is a, it's funny, you were just saying it like uh, everyone would go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, I'm saying, I was explaining, when you put on a, when I've, in the past, oh my God, <laughs> when in the past I've put on a theatre show, that's right. what happens is you do the show for however many weeks, right? Mm. And so at 7 o'clock or 8 o'clock or whenever the time is that the show happens, um, and, and you've done rehearsals sort of maybe a week before that. So you're into that. So at that eight o'clock time, it's like Pavlov's dog. Like mm. you'll be completely knackered. You'll think, how am I ever going to make it through? And then at about 10 to eight, you'll go, bing, yeah. come alive, all the energy in the world. And it takes about a month for you to unlearn it, really? to unping at about eight o'clock mm. and start like. Going, hey, who wants to see a show? <laughs> so that's what we've got to do. We've got to have a set time and stick to it. Well, we pretty much have been. And today I ruined everything and I do apologise. See, deadlines. But deadlines. What's, what's the opposite of a deadline? What does deadline actually mean? No, I've, I've learned about deadlines. I've read a hell of a lot about deadlines yeah. actually in my procrastinatorial work. Um, deadline. So if you don't do it by this stage, yeah, you're dead. It's a scary word. Everything about it's scary. Well, what's nothing scary about no, lines. No, it's not about that you die. If it was dead noose, it'd be worse. <laughs> noose isn't like a nasty word. Yeah. It, or is it because of what we associate it with? Mm, is, there any, any, is there a good use for a noose is my point. Like, well, you can tie, you know, you can get a noose. Can't you like get a noose on a boat and like chuck it around a pole and bring the boat into shore? There you go. It's nice. Uh, it's lovely. It's very yeah. Tom Sawyer-esque. Right. I'm going to cook a marshmallow by the fire now. With a noose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, so deadlines. No, well, the opposite. See, I, I kind of prefer working to deadlines in a way. Like I, I, you just d- said they, you can't. I hate. No, no, no. I can. I guarantee you I'll get it in on the deadline. Like when you were uh, earlier this year, we mentioned you were part of Australia's Funniest 25 Women in, in like She's Cracking Jokes or whatever the book is called out through She's a laugh, Reaffirm. Affirm. Not Reaffirm. <laughs> <laughs> They're called Affirm, the Affirm, publishing company. The book Not is Reaffirm. <laughs> the book is available now. It's called She's Having a Laugh. Uh-huh. And uh, Lauren Clark uh, provided one of the uh, 25 most funny stories in What do you think history. of it, Stu? I liked it. Isn't it conversational sort of style? <laughs> got no idea what you're talking about. Uh-huh. Um, what? Anyway, my point is, about? you got that mm. your piece for that book. She's having a laugh. Yeah, out through a firm mm-hmm. available at all good bookshops. Mm-hmm. Top twenty-five funniest. Uh huh. You got uh, that in on time, so you can do it. No, I mean, no, I'm not saying I can't do it. I do it every time. Like I'm known for it. Mm. It's like part of my reputation. When I was 
Um, I mean, from the editors, you know. When I was having a baby, well, a while ago, um, a few years ago, uh, Babies, huh? I had, I was, I handed in, because I write for the big issue, as you know, fortnightly. Yes, you write about television. I do. Um, so what are you so watching much. last night on the television, Laura? <laughs> you don't have to actually own a television to watch television to these days, Stu. <clears throat> no, that's true. Anyway. You don't write about what's being forced in our throats. No. You step. You take one step back. That's it. And then re-examine. That's right. Mm. It's more critical. Anywho. Hypercritical. Because I write, um, that's a podcast, isn't it? Hypercritical. Mm, yeah. Hypercritical. It's a famous podcast. Is it? Yeah, you know that. I've told you that. Anyway. <laughs> What were we talking about? Oh, yeah. When I was doing my mm. big issue, um, I did one uh, and submitted it on the day the child was born. So, I get things in on time. It would have been interesting reading. It was a good one. Nobody noticed. And then I said later, hey, by the way, guess where I was when I sent you that one? And they were mm. like, what? So, I get them in. This is my point. I like – this is – I've been trained like this. Mm. I think because of my course, you know, I did a really – like full on, like I did arts and law, which both involve ri- reading a whole lot of stuff, cramming and writing it and trying to get it into a thing and then handing it in on time. Mm. And I was known at the um, uh, law faculty and the arts faculty front desks for the one minute to five arrival on my bike mm. with my essay in my hand. Because you had to hand it in those days with, oh, by hand. Before computers. Well, they were computers, but there was no, no way of emailing your thing in. Good times. Know, hilarious. So you know, you- now, this is a terrible thing. Mm. See, that would you on the Friday. So you'd go, yeah, I got it in. Woohoo, Friday, you're free. What are we doing? Mm. Meet you down at the whatever. Mm. Now, library. library. <laughs> God. Meet you down at the library for round two. The next one's due in a month. No. Um, yeah. Now, mm. they're due in midnight on the Sunday. So it just ruins your weekend. Mm. And you submit it online, obviously. Yeah. Can you yeah, can you rock up to the uni at five to midnight? No, oh. there's no like post box like the olden days. There should be someone sitting at a desk. If you are going to put in the work, like this is what computers have done. <coughs> oh, right? Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, this is what com- <laughs> they are taking out the joy of handing it to someone and seeing their face. So, yeah, but you'd hand it to somebody, and it wouldn't be the person who, and, was, and they wouldn't care. And you go, they wouldn't are, care. Yeah, you like how I'm talking about submitting. However, a, do you know what? At uni, like I know what I'm talking about. But hang on, do you know what? They did care because he got to know them. <laughs> oh. You'd be like, hey, no, 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 don't shut the door, don't shut the door. Hi, it's just me again. And they go, no, oh, you. And you go, how are you going? And they go, good. What are you up to tonight? Off blah, to the blah. library. <sighs> Although uh, we're off to a really cool inner city pub. Do you know what? <clears throat> what? Maybe I didn't have such a cool time. Maybe I wasn't always off at the pub. Maybe I spent time in the library. That's good. Mm-hmm. I remember That's I, what I'm I saying. used to go into the library. I was banned from um, Italian class. I had to go to the library every single Italian class for a year. I had to go to the library because <laughs> I was banned from Italian class. There was no good reason for banning me either. It was just that the teacher couldn't handle students. Students or just no, there were six of us. They so all got banned, yeah. And I was good at Italian, I liked Italian. Oh, you know, yeah. What sort of, what sort of, um, you know, like solution is that? It's not a great one, I'll be no, honest. Just go and sit in a library, yeah. No, number one, it, it builds up a hatred for libraries, yeah. And number two, you're not learning. I've anything. noticed that. <laughs> I don't have hatred, I find them, <clears throat> excuse me, a very fun place to go, very fun. Well, when I was studying recently. Uh, what were well, you studying? Liberal arts. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Recently. 
well, five or six years ago. Okay, yeah. I'd be qualified now if I stuck with it. Yeah. Um, I used to hate the library. Right. Because, and we've spoken about this before because they oh, are so noisy. Noise, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like... They didn't it, used to be like that back in the day of handing no. things in at five o'clock. They used to be... They used to be like, no, no, you do not speak. That's what I want. Yeah. Bring back old library. Well, they now have zones though. And if you're in a zone where nobody speaks, you're allowed to just be a D-bag and tell everybody off. Yeah, but if, it's like having smoking on a plane, right? If, yeah. If everyone down the back of the plane smoking, you're going to cop the smoke at the front. Depends on the library. There are some that can do this properly. But How yeah. so? Well, in a box, put the noise people in a box. No, they put like a whole floor or something. You're still going to hear it. No. There used to be a palace of silence. Yeah, they did. Right? They used to be the place where yeah. everyone respected that. Yeah. And now they've let the scum in from the streets. Have you ever lost a friend who, like a little life friend, and thought about them for thought about them many times? Like, I just remember that in the law library at Melbourne Uni, which is now like in a spacecraft that's pretending to be a law firm, but it used to be in the little cloister buildings, you know, those lovely little ones in Melbourne Uni that are always on the front page of the prospectus and right. stuff. And it used to be this tiny little dank, short-ceilinged, short-ceilinged, mm, whatever, low ceiling. a low-ceilinged little place and quiet as hell. And But law was really hard to do before... Um, it was all digital. Like we had to go to this book, which would refer to this book, which you read this, but like it was extremely complex. Mm. And in first year, I was taught by a librarian. I was getting confused and a librarian just was there and said, oh, what are you trying to do? And I told him. And we became mates and mm. we would we would have a chat near the, where the, you know, front desk. We're allowed to have a chat every time. Mm. And I saw him probably every day for six years or something. Every weekday and some weekends as well. Never seen him since, but I've often thought of him. Hmm. You know those people? Have you got those people? You'd have those people. Um, I've wondered what had happened to that guy. Ex-workmates. He was a lo- yeah, because he was just a lovely guy. I think he was he was in the he was meeting somebody at the time, and it felt like this was he was you know going to get married, and like it was mm. all it, things were going to change for him. He was on the brink of. Getting a new job, he was going to leave the library. He was, do you know what I mean? So I have no idea what happened to him. So He's if you're just... that guy, if you followed Lauren secretly, <laughs> you would know that Lauren does this podcast. Yeah, there's get no way he would have followed me. Creepy nah. guy from the library. He's not get creepy at all. Well, no, I'm sounding creepy. Well, Remember the guy from the library? I miss him. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Stuart. Lauren. <laughs> You've just decreed that because we started late and life is just running late for go. our deadlines, mm. we have to go. Okay, well, let's go. You know what we didn't do? What? As usual, a sponsor. I haven't got a sponsor this week. No, but did you I get back re- to any of those no. people? So if you are listening and oh you've, you've, you've contacted us about sponsorship. We desperately, like, we. it's so lovely that people are getting in touch about yeah. sponsorship and we really want to get back to you and we really want to... <clears throat> You know, give make me a deadline. It if you send in a sponsorship request, okay, give me a date when you want me to get back to you. By. Oh my god, that's terrifying! And I'll do it. But you won't. You've said you that you do all sorts of things. Have hey, you by the way, a, a letter. I know, but I sent all of the mail off. Yes. By that, I mean, people will be receiving badges this morning. We got badges. Uh, we got we got yeah self self addressedies and we were going to send all the badges out mm. and you gave the pile of them to me and I hope they all arrive in one piece because you didn't stuff them full of um 
bubble wrap or anything. So they mm. could come through the envelope just like they did last time and smash through and everyone and everyone in Australia Post is going to have one. This could be, yeah, this could be the greatest thing ever. Like, <laughs> it could be part of the Australia Post uniform. <laughs> so please tell us if, if an empty envelope that's torn arrives for you. I use sticky tape this time. To do what? To stick the, the, um, the envelopes together. You didn't use sticky tape last? Oh, my God. Anyway, the point <laughs> is I went to work and I put it in the mail <clears throat> out tray. So oh, someone else could do it. Why didn't you post it? So someone else could do it. And oh, um, anyway, I got a call. I got a text on Saturday from a workmate who said, I have a confession to make. Uh, it was my turn to do the mail on Friday and I didn't do it. So but you're getting your things she morning. sent it out on Saturday. <clears throat> Doesn't matter. So you'll, you'll get, get it either right. today or tomorrow. Right, from now on, I'm just going to post them. Oh, really? We Are you going to do something that si- you promise? Oh, like put together like 400 envelopes and stuff. Yeah, I will. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah. Uh, this has gone very well. I think we're tom- never starting tomorrow. Tomorrow, <laughs> we're getting up early. <laughs> <laughs> Fazwana? If you want to get in contact with us, like, <clears throat> yes. hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. Of course, you can email us at stupid and big and whatever at thingamajig. Big and com. stupid at stupidlybig.com. Yeah. And always, mm. we do prefer a postal uh, <laughs> engagement. PO Box 1436, <laughs> Fitzroy North, 3068. I've almost, I can almost do that now without looking at the wall. Oh, I thought you were doing very well, yeah. Mm. Uh, all right, Stu, now you have a big sleep and wake up nice I'm going and big early. Sleep. I'm going to Costco and then the butcher. No, I'm saying tonight. Have to You're buy yawning some all the time. Yeah, well, I went out to the pub last night. Oh, wow. Well. <laughs> And I was busy throughout the day. You busy. do, you know, if you do a fourteen-hour day at work and then spend two hours in the pub catching up with someone, That's you're nice. bound to be tired the next day. It's lovely yeah. at the time, yeah. But you know, you're uh, you're going to the other night before. Yeah, I I uh, caught up with friends like over a uh, almost twelve-hour period, and I thought I'm really going to pay for this Sunday. Woke up bright as a button. Wow, it was one of those you know, magical was, days. Maybe this is day two though. No, you know, there's no such thing as delayed. Uh, Tiredness. Yes, there is. Yeah, there is. I'm not getting it. Nice. All right. Hey, uh, we'll see you tomorrow. I went to our sponsors. What? Well, you know how I'm like the active member uh, of this podcast, working with our sponsors. Okay. What you mean is you're the guy who put your hand up and said, I'm in charge of sponsorship. Yeah. No, and also because we had a sponsor, uh, the Cosmic Psychos, I went and supported them and saw saw the show on Saturday night. It was Was, fantastic. Was it Ace? Yeah. It was great. They had a good band. Yeah, no. Fun time. This is just petering out to nothing. It is. Well, I thought we'd finished, but you decided to just tell us about about a few times that you spent with some friends. Keep on crapping on. Oh, they're happy times. We'll be back. Should we sing a song? Oh, yeah, John. (laughs) Oh, what is it worth today? Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay. I'm so terribly sorry. We will see you tomorrow. With a proper podcast. With a proper podcast. Bye-bye.